You're now listening to the A Place of Refuge Productive Living Podcast with Bishop Barry D. Walker. A Place of Refuge vision is to cause people to be productive in every aspect of life according to God's Word. For more information, please stop by our website at www.aplaceofrefugechurch.org. Now, here's today's message already in progress. Notice again uh, Hebrews 11 and 1. Now, faith is the substance of things hoped for, the evidence of things not seen. I love the fact that the Hebrew writer gives us a clear definition of faith because I don't know about you I've heard so many definitions of faith that were in contrast to this particular definition but notice again how clear he is about what faith is faith is the substance of things hope Far, the evidence of things not seen. It says to us, first of all, that if we have faith, we have hope. We are people that expect things. I said, we are people that expect things. And because the verse of the definition is tied into God, we are people that expect things from God. We specifically expect things from him because when you read the scripture, God makes a lot of promises when it comes to his people. Even when you go back to the Old Testament, he, he promised that he would cause his children to be the head, not the tail, to live above only and never beneath. Paul, in looking at the promises of God and studying how the Lord had fulfilled his promises through people like Abraham, Isaac, Jacob, Sarah, Elisha, Daniel, the Hebrew boys, and others. Pen in 2 Corinthians 1 and 20, all of the promises of God in him are yes and amen. He recognized that whatever God promised, he the reason God can do what he promises, he's omnipotent. He has all power. That's the reason a lot of us have the saying, God can do anything save fail. I say God can do anything except fail. There is no failure in God. But again, if you have faith, you have hope. You just expect God to do certain things. 
And, and true people that have hope, according to the verse, hope in the unseen. We hope in the unseen. And the unseen is more than just the literal meaning, that which is, un, that which is invisible. is more than that. How many have found out that the best, best definitions are in the Bible? Yeah, the best definitions are in the Bible. I just proved it by giving you one of the best definitions of faith in the Bible. But we hope in the unseen. And again, the unseen is more than just that which is invisible. Go with me to 2 Corinthians 4. 2 Corinthians 4 and 18. Ready? 2 Corinthians 4 and 18. Now this is what he says in reference to children of God. While we are children of God, do not look at the things which are seen. He even tells us why. For the things which are seen are what? But backing up, we look at the things that are not what? Seen. Why? Notice the latter part. The things that are not seen are, help me, eternal. eternal. So when we talk about the unseen as children of God, we are talking about the eternal. Do you see it? When we talk about the unseen as children of God, we are talking about the eternal. That which is perpetual, it continues to happen because it's unending. I don't just look for God to bless me. I let folks know he continues to bless me. Why? Because if I'm in his will, the blessings that he has for me are eternal. They are perpetual. As long as I walk by faith and expect God to bless me, he will do it eternally or it will never cease. That's what he wanted to get in the spirit of of Israel when he told them I'll bless you when you rise and when you lay down I'll bless you when you step out and when you come back in I'll bless you on the ground I'll bless you in this city I'll bless you in that city these blessings will follow you wherever you go David so understood it to where even in the midst of his uh, based upon Psalm 23 he closes the song, psalm by saying surely goodness and mercy shall follow me how long David all the days of my life are eternally 
I'm going to have goodness and mercy following me eternally. It's going to always be following me. You have to understand when you have hope in the unseen or faith in the unseen that you have eternal blessings. God is going to bless you perpetually. That's the reason everywhere you go, you run into something wonderful. You run into something good, something better. Why? That's the type of blessings that God has for you. You have eternal blessings following you or with you everywhere you go. Why? Because when God distributes his eternal benefits is his gift to his children. That's the reason Romans 6 and 23 says this right here. The wages of sin is death. But the gift of God is eternal life Walker I'm going to bless every aspect of your life don't even worry when they turn you down I'm still going to bless you don't even worry when you don't have enough money to take care of it I'm still going to bless you don't even worry when you get afflictions because many are the afflictions of the righteous but I'll deliver you how out of every single one of them because you have an eternal bless upon your life. I'm going to bless you from this time forward. He even went further with, with Abraham. He said, Abraham, I'm not only going to bless you, but I'm going to bless your children and your children, children. As long as they just keep walking in faith. And, as, and when Abraham was living, God blessed his faith. And then when Isaac came along, because he stayed in that same vein, God blessed him. And then when Jacob came along, he blessed him likewise. God will continue to bless you with perpetual blessings if you continue to walk by faith. Now faith is the substance of things. Hope for the evidence of things not seen. 2 Corinthians 4 and 18 again says. While we do not look at the things that are seen. But at the things that are unseen. For the things that are seen are temporary. They're not going to last. They are limited. But the things that are unseen are eternal. Say to your neighbor, what do you want? The temporary or the eternal? Whoa, ask one more person. What do you want? The temporary or the eternal? You can't move mountains with the temporary. It takes faith to move mountains. The disciples were so amazed because Jesus cursed a fig tree and, and the fig tree because of the words of Jesus just dried up. And they said, Lord, look, the fig tree that you talked to the other day, it undried up. 
And Jesus explained what happened by as an act of faith. He said in Mark 11 and 22 and following, have faith in God. He said, for you can say to this mountain, be thou removed and be cast into the sea. And if you do not doubt in your heart, you will have what you say. Therefore, whatever things you desire, when you pray, believe that you will receive them and you will have them. Oh, it's an eternal blessing. Oh, I hope somebody is getting it in their spirit by now. Say to your neighbor, I'm walking in eternal blessings. It just ain't a one-time thing with me. I'm walking in eternal blessings blessings nobody may not be getting blessed in walmart but let me step in there blessings gonna start to show up nobody may be getting blessed in this place or that place but let me show up and the blessings will begin to flow why because eternal blessings are a part of my life check out your life how god has blessed you since you've been walking in faith check out your life how god has been causing the supernatural the unexplainable to take place in your life since you've been thinking talking and doing according to the written and revealed word and the blessings of, of the lord will change your life for the better it's reading solomon pen in proverbs 10 and 22 the blessings of the lord makes one rich and some of y'all still afraid to say you rich because you worry about how folk gonna look at you because you hadn't got in your spirit that you're talking God talk they ain't gonna understand God talk anyway so just say it because God said it through his prophet said it through his writers Matter of fact, let's go ahead and give it a test run right now. Say to your neighbor, I am rich. And I'm going to tell you why. I got eternal blessings upon my life. And the blessings of God makes one rich. Get this. And he adds no sorrow to it. Well, it ain't flowing for me yet, Pastor, but you're born again. You're walking in faith. It's just a matter of time before the blessings of God overtake you. It's just a matter of time before you start experiencing in stages the good measure, the press down, the shaking together, and the running over. It's just a matter of time. The key is just staying in faith, thinking faith, talking faith, and doing a According to your faith and God will cause the eternal to become a part of your makeup you have to be to the point to where you just believe you are who God has decreed you are that you have what God left you. He left blessings for you. He said, I'm going to make you the head. You are an heir of God and a joint heir with Jesus Christ. You somebody. Don't you ever let somebody tell you you, you are 
somebody you more than a conqueror because of me but you have to know that you are who God says you are even when you're not experiencing it at the moment because that's just temporary Woo, say to your neighbor I ain't worrying about the temporary because I'm done with that I'm in eternal blessings now this thing that's happening right now is not going to last because I'm a faith walk. Eternal blessings are coming my way. And so when you consider that faith is a part of the unseen. When you consider that the unseen connotes eternal benefits or gifts from God. It needs to rest in your spirit that faith is a necessity. I got to have faith. If faith is the thing that causes blessings to continue to happen in my life, if faith is the thing that causes me to continue to have better after better after better and go from smaller to bigger, faith is a necessity for me. And get this. Well, matter of fact, I need, I need to show you this. Go with me to uh, Romans 14. Y'all hold on. Good God. Y'all happy? You receiving? Romans 14 and 23. Ready? Paul said to the church, but he who doubts is condemned if he eats because he does not eat from faith. For whatever is not from faith is sin. And the wages of sin is? Say to your neighbor, faith is a necessity. Unless you want death. It's a necessity. Now, if faith comes by hearing and hearing the word of God, I need to be in church. Even when my flesh don't want to be in church. Why? Faith is a necessity. Even when it does not look like it's going to work out, I still need to trust I have faith that it is according to God's word. Why? Faith is a 
necessity. It's necessary. It's necessary. But, but then if faith is eternal, it also says to me that it's not going to pass away. Eternal, perpetual, ongoing. So now I have to tie it to Matthew 24 and 35. Let's go there. I want to read it today. I quote it all the time, but I want to read it. Matthew 24 and 35. You there? This is what Jesus said. Heaven and earth will pass away. But my words will by no means pass away. His words. What is his words? The word. Because John 1 and 1 says, In the beginning was the word, and the word was with God, and the word was God. But then John 1 and 14 says, And the word of Jesus became flesh. So when he says, my words will not pass away, what is he talking about? What I said from Genesis to Revelation and what I reveal through my prophets, my teachers, my preachers. Surely the Lord God will do nothing unless he reveal his secrets, his words unto his servants, the prophets. Why you say beyond the scripture? Remember also Romans 10, 17. So then faith comes by. And hearing the word of God. His words will never end. They are going to be perpetual. When we are in heaven, everything that's going to be happening in heaven is based upon the word. Everything. His words are not going to pass away. The first heaven, the sky, is going to pass away the ground that we walk on gonna pass away that's reading in the book of revelation john say and i saw a new heaven and earth because the former had passed away you gotta understand something faith is a necessity and when you really understand that, you'll quit playing around. You, you quit changing. One minute living by faith and the next minute not. Faith is when you think, talk, and do according to what is written or revealed. You don't allow what's going on in public or private to change it. Whether you're in, don't make it a church thing. Don't make your faith a church thing. Don't have the church kind of faith. No, have the God kind of faith. The faith that you operate in while you're in church and outside of church. Think God in church. Think God outside of church. Talk God in church. Talk God. When you go to the car lot, don't, don't, don't put on another faith. No, continue to live by Faith. Hospital live by faith. As it is written, the just shall live by 
Faith. Don't act like faith is a bad thing. Faith is gospel. I said faith is gospel. Paul said in Romans 1, 16 and 17, For I am not ashamed of the gospel of Christ. For it is the power of God unto salvation to everyone that believes. To the Jew first and also to the Greek. And then he went on to say in, in, in verse 17, For therein the righteousness of God is revealed from faith to faith. As it is written, the just shall live by faith. That's my lifestyle. Man, you hear him speaking like he got some kind of thought. Now I'm just doing what the Bible tells me to do. You hear him talking about it, it's a good time and all this rain going over here. What, how, what's good about this rain? I'm just speaking that this is a day that the Lord has made. And I'm happy in it how. His mama just died and he talking about it wasn't no loss. It's way of what's wrong with him. I'm just speaking the Bible. To be absent from the body is to be present with the Lord. Blessed are they who die in the Lord. You have to be in line with the written and revealed will of God. Despite the season. Despite circumstances or situations contextually the Hebrew writer took it further to let us know the necessity of faith without faith hold on tight we gonna ride a little bit without faith it is impossible. Y'all holding on to please God. I can't literally make God happy, gratify, or satisfy Him without faith. Figuratively, I can't be in agreement or on the same page with God without faith. If I don't have faith, I'm not even on the same page with God. God can't give me a miracle if I ain't on the same page with him. God can't open up the wonders of heaven and you ain't tithing. You ain't on the page with God. How you going to open up the wonders, pour you out a blessing? You ain't got no room to receive, and you ain't even on the page with him. God going to bless me anyhow. Now, you can say that all day long, but if you ain't doing what it takes to receive the blessings of God, you ain't even on the same page with him. Say to your neighbor, you got to be on the page with God. Oh, say to another person, you got to be on the page with God. God told
told Thomas indirectly that he wasn't even blessed. He told Thomas in the book of John 29 and well, 20 and 29 that he wasn't even blessed. And Thomas, get this, was his disciple. Thomas said, unless I see him and touch him, I'm not going to believe that he resurrected. Jesus showed up and told Thomas, come here, touch me, look at me, and so forth. And then Thomas got to trying to have a praise party because of what he saw. Jesus dropped on him in, in John 20 and 29. Thomas, because you have seen, you believe. But get this. He said, but blessed are those who have not seen. But yet, believe. What was he telling Tom? You ain't even blessed. The ones that are blessed are those who are living in the unseen. Who on that note, are you on Thomas' side or are you on the Lord's side? Oh, you want me to break it down a little bit more? Just ask somebody, are you blessed or not? If you still living by what you see, you ain't blessed. Not of God anyway. Blessed are those who have not seen but yet believe. Why? Without faith, it is impossible to please him. I got to have it. There's no way you, you, you can believe God the way you need to believe him. And you have way hear the word of God. Faith comes by and hearing the word of God. Not being mean, just telling you the truth. You got to hear the word. You got to want the word. Jesus said to the multitude, if you hunger and thirst after righteousness, you're going to be satisfied. You'll get to the place to where you will be satisfied. I can't please him if I'm not in agreement with him. I can't please him. I got to be on the same page. Without faith, it is impossible. Not doable. Can't be I have to have faith. But get this. If I have faith, which is to please him, he'll give me whatever I desire. That's in line with his will. Let me show you. Let's go to 1 John. Y'all stay with me. I'm almost done. He'll give me whatever I want. 1 John. Back of the Bible. Third chapter. 22nd verse. Notice the wording very carefully. 1 John 3 and 22. And whatever we, the, or the church, ask, we, heaven with the next word. From who? Him being God. 
Because we keep his commandments or his word and do those things that are help me in his what? Without faith, it is impossible to please him. We do those things which are pleasing in his what? Sight. He looking at you on the job. Let me see. I, she had a good hallelujah time Sunday, but let me see if that hallelujah is still in her spirit on Monday. She going in for a checkup today. Let me see if that praise Jesus is still in her spirit as she enters into the doctor's office. Where she gone to see if she was approved. Let me see if she still got that victory turn in her feet. Before she go and get the outcome. He'll give us what we ask. If we walk in his word and do that which is pleasing. In his sight. And what pleases God? Faith. Jesus was excited when he seen a person of faith. He even told a man that that was a Gentile that that said to him on one occasion. He said, he said, Jesus, my servant, he ain't well, but you ain't even got to go there to lay your hands on him. All I need you to do is just say it. Just say that he healed. Say the word. And he going to be all right. Jesus was in the midst of his disciples. Get this. That he had been teaching for years. I ain't seen no faith like this. I ain't seen no faith like this. He said that in the midst of folk that had been walking with him. That he had not seen no faith like that. Saints of God, it it shouldn't be to the point to where folk that don't even attend church. Like you. Have more faith in you. See, at the time, his disciples, they didn't understand it then, but in hindsight, when they looked back, they hadn't noticed. You know what? We embarrass Jesus. He, we allowed a man to have more faith in him that hadn't been hanging with him than we did. And he said, again, I ain't seen this type of faith. I ain't seen it in Israel. And and Jesus said, hey, he already well. Your faith I made him well. He he already well. And and the man remembered when Jesus said it. The time of it stayed with the man. And when the man got back to the house... He said, what time did he start getting better? 
And they told him, and the man knew it was the time that Jesus released that word. He kept the time, not he kept the time because he knew when he got there that the man was going to be healed. He just wanted to know, was it on point the way Jesus put it down? And knew it was on point. Say to your neighbor, he was, he was living in the unseen. He believed that he believed that Jesus could heal his servant even though he wasn't just send the word into the app. Pastor ain't been down here. I don't know. All I got to do is send the word, baby. You just got to get on the page and believe that when I say it, in the name of Jesus, that it's going to start working right then. Start dancing when we finish praying and saying is so in the name of Jesus. The moment God tells you he's going to bless you with something new, you praise him right there because if God told you, it's already being processed. It's already taking place. If you have to wait to see it, you are not going to receive the blessings the way God has ordained for you to receive. You have to believe it before you lay one eye on it. Say to your neighbor, faith isn't enough. We can't even please God without it. But then he took it further. He said, for he who comes to God must believe that he is. Is what? All powerful. You got to believe he's omniscient. You got to believe that his ways are not like the ways of man. You got to believe that God can do anything, save, fail. You got to believe that God changes not the same way he helped folk in scripture. He's helping folk now. You got to believe that God is sovereign. What does that mean? He's in charge of everything and everybody. That's the reason Solomon so understood it. He said, even... The heart of the king is in the palm of his hand. And like the rivers of water, he will turn his heart any which way he desires. Say to somebody real quick, you got to believe that he is. Oh, you got to believe that he is Jehovah Rapha, the God that can heal anybody. You got to believe that he is Jehovah Jireh, the God that will provide for you. The God that will give you money when you just lost your job. The God that will bless you more than you ever been blessed in your entire life. Shout it three more four. You got to believe that he is. Some folk don't even believe God is more powerful than COVID. But God at any moment can put COVID under his feet and it won't come back no more. Why? He's all powerful. He can do anything save what? You got to believe that he is God. You got to believe that. You got to believe that he is the one with the final say. 
Don't get religious on God and, and try to talk God. Talk. You got to mean what you say out of your mouth and allow it to reside in your heart so you won't sin against him. When you say to somebody, professional or not, it ain't over until God says it's over. You got to mean it from your heart. When you tell folk if God decide to take mama, hallelujah, anyhow. But if he decides to keep her here, hallelujah, anyhow. You got to believe it was coming out of your mouth because God is. You got to believe that God is not just in somebody else's situation, but in your situation. You got to go to that car lot saying, God told me to come here and God going to move for me today. He's going to bless me with my heart's desire because I've been living by faith. But if he decides not to do it today, I'm still going to praise him because it's something better. Whatever happens, you're still going to control, uh, still going to trust Y'all with me? You got to believe that he is. And finally. And that he is a rewarder. That's a God word. You try to look up rewarder in Webster, you won't find it. You got to go back to reward. That's a God thing. He is a rewarder. But, but notice. Of those who diligently seek him. You ain't playing around. You be like, God going to do this. Why? You diligent. God going to turn this thing completely around. You diligent. You thinking it, you talking it, and you just expecting God to turn it completely around. Well, you know what? I, I, I can't take care of no 13 cars, but with God, I can take care of these 13 cars. I can't take care of one house the way I really need to take care of it, but I can take care of these 30 houses with God. Say to your dad, you got to know that you can do it with God. Why is that Mark 9 and 23? With God, all things are possible. Say to your neighbor some things, get ready to change for me for the better. Well, y'all ain't got happy yet. I said some things, get ready to change for me for the better. God trying to elevate me so I can believe. So he can go ahead and change some things. That you've been asking him to change. So he can go ahead and do some things you've been asking him to do. He is a rewarder of those who what? Sit down for a minute. I'm closing. But, but listen to this. God said to me, the reason some have not been rewarded 
by me in certain ways is because of their diligence. See, see we, we can't be like it used to be in the church. Folk would get on fire when the message was firing. But then they'll cool down. But then somebody come over and remind them of what God said. The fire come back. But then after, after two or three days, the fire go back down. When you're diligent. You just stay on a path that says, basically, God going to do it. God going to cause change. And your mind is steadily on the word. Your talk is steady in speaking the written and revealed will of God. You're steady, walking, like a faith walker. Oh, you're going to have opposition, but you're steady, walking like a faith walker. You go through challenges. You go through trouble. But you're still walking like a faith walker. Why? Because you're looking for that reward. And see, as you're, as you're thinking, Talking and doing according to the word. You're constantly sowing into righteousness. For the righteousness of God is revealed from faith to faith. And Solomon said this right here. I'm not going to go to the scripture. But he said this. He who sows into righteousness shall receive a sure word, a sure reward. He who sows into righteousness shall receive a sure, a guaranteed reward. Because when you're sowing, it says that you're constantly being because you recognize that faith is a necessity. And I'm going to stop. Let's get the Lord a hand of praise.